Ooh, what's up, everybody? Episode 79. This one is a good one. This one's for all the uh, the people that like uh, a little bit more of a serious technology, science-type conversation. I like those a lot. I need to get more smart people like that. So if any of you genius folks are out there listening, hit me up. I like talking to you guys. I'm really dumb, but I like to learn. <laughs> so... This was uh, this was that. This was me learning about 3D printing and that technology with Fabian. I call him a 3D printing expert. He has a store here in Kansas City on the Plaza. That's right, the Plaza. And uh, you can go reach him online, 3dhqkc.com. Uh, and it's also on Instagram, 3dhq.kc. And uh, he's doing really cool things with with 3D printing. He makes these really cool, like, 8-inch statues that you can, like, go in there to, and they'll scan you and do a whole 3D, like, action figure of you to detail whatever you wear, whatever you look like. It's awesome. Uh, and amongst other really cool things, they can just, they can 3D print just anything. Check his store out. Check his Instagram out. Enjoy this episode. I hope you guys learn from it as much as I did. I hope you enjoy it. And thank you guys for listening. If you guys could uh, like, rate, review, subscribe, just all that basic, easy, free support, that would be really, really cool. And uh, and have a lookout for a Patreon page coming out soon. People keep telling me I need to do it, and I keep thinking... I don't know that I probably won't. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, that's for another time. But uh, we got cool things going. Also, I got that new website out. Go check that out. Neandertalkpodcast.com. I love you all. Boom, shalak, boom. Here we go. Episode 79. Fabian with 3DHQKC.com. Boom. Welcome to the Inner Talk Podcast. We'll know topic is off limits. Now here's your host, my daddy, and Void of Soul. Thank you for coming to the Inner po- Podcast. Boom Oh my gosh, we're live. He said we're live. Or we're live. Three, two, one. Boom Shalak Boom. Welcome back, everybody. My man Fabian here from 3D HQ. What's up, Big G? Thank you for being a part of the show. Absolutely. Get up I, on that mic, homie. Hey, right here, right here. Yeah, and you you can move it however you want. Okay. Don't uh, move that. Don't move this part though. Not move, that part. Move this part because it's directional. This up and down. Yeah, like you know. Okay. Move it. It's pretty. Okay. That bad boy gets up on that. Man, we're gonna get nice and close. Yeah, we're gonna get real close. There we go. Excellent. So. You are a 3D printer kind of dude. Something like that, yeah. That's what I got you on here. You got Absolutely. a 3D printing company. Yes, sir. 3D printing. Yeah. Have you heard about this? I've Have heard this? I've heard all kinds of things about 3D printing. I've been hearing about it for a while. Okay. And I'm very fascinated with it. I'm very ignorant to it. That's cool, man. So I want you to kind of school me. All right. And maybe get into some... Controversy surrounds 3D printing, yeah? Absolutely. You know, I think just like with any other industry, there's always going to be something controversial about it, mm-hmm. right? So it's no different with 3D printing. I think that right now it's about education, right? Mm-hmm. It's about educating the public on what is this emerging industry? How can we use this as a tool to solve real world societal problems? Anything from, you know, food security to affordable housing, right? Climate change to just sustainability in general. We're a very wasteful society. Um, but let's start with the basics. Okay. 3D printing is, <clears throat> there's about, let's start here. 3D printing became a thing and it went under patent back in the mid 1980s, right? Okay. Some dude came up with it and he was like, holy shit, we can make anything we want. Right now we can, we can, if we have an idea, we can print it in real time as opposed to shipping it off, waiting for a factory to do it, and then getting it back in the mail, that kind of thing. This was in the 80s? He was... This is in the 80s. Okay. Like mid-80s. Um, so that patent lasted till about the 2010s, right? 2010, 2012, 3D printing 
that technology becomes open source, right? So now you have everybody or anybody that's interested in it, anybody that's been tracking it, now has access to this information. I don't understand. Uh, I don't understand those patent rules, I guess. Right. What does that mean? So this guy came up with it and he patented it and he's only allowed to patent it for so long? Yeah. How come? So patents run out. Right. So that's why like, and he know. can't repatent. There's not like a re up. Hey, I'm still alive. <laughs> this is my baby. I want to repatent up baby before anyone else. You know, that kind of stuff. I don't know the answers to. So instead of bullshitting, I don't know. Okay. But it ran up, you know, so it runs up and now you huh. have other people. I don't know how I feel about that. Dude, maybe we should, we could create a movement about this, you know, patents forever patents for life. Surely know. they have a damn good reason to make sure patents expire so the general public can have them. Exactly. That's, and that's the idea, right? Like, because when more people have access to more information, we can create beautiful things, mm -hmm. right? Very creative things. Um, so I'm sorry. So anyways, the patent uh, breaks off after 10 years, you said? 25. 25 okay, 25, 25 so. years. And then boom, mad dash for every scientist across the world. Well, kind of like it was more of a slow crawl, a slow, sneaky... <clears throat> Nobody even really still knows what this technology does or how to use it, right? But you start seeing companies popping up like Prusa. This guy is like, well, I can actually take what's happening with 2D printers, right? How we're printing paper, mm -hmm. and I can apply it in such a way where I can 3D print objects. They were thinking about that in the 80s. I remember the 2D printers, the... the me, me. <laughs> yeah, and we still have them, right? Most of us have one of them in our house. No, don't look here. I ain't got. I go to. I go to library and pay ten cents or whatever it is. There we go, man. <laughs> Support your local libraries. Yeah, I'm all for that. I can walk to it. It's right up the street there. That's perfect. Yeah. You know. Um. But yeah, you know, all this, all this stuff starts happening, and people start coming up with really fantastic ways of using it, right? So, fast forward five to seven years later. And it's still not mainstream, right? We still don't really know what's going on. Um, but we're starting to see more stories about it, right? We're starting to see... Is it because it's still so new and it maybe can't do anything impressive to the general public's eye yet, maybe? It can actually... I know it does impressive stuff, but maybe not to like the public. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. The public's got to be like, whoa! Yeah. <laughs> whoa, they just 3D printed a, a, a jetpack thing that's going to let me fly whoa, like something that's going to really grab them. And that's very real, yeah. right? So like two of the biggest industries using 3D printing at the moment are the automotive industry, right? So now you can 3D print parts mm -hmm. instead of, you know, again, sending them off to be made somewhere else. So localizing manufacturing and aeronautics, right? Jet engines, jet packs, hey, you know, future forms of transportation. Let Rocket me just 3D man. print my jet pack. Oh, yeah. I got to be somewhere. I got to get on the... Dope. That's right. Man. Dude. This is futuristic stuff. And I think that even in the 80s, and I'm biased here because I'm an 80s baby, right? But we were living in the future in the 80s, man. Look at Back to the Future. Look at the music, right? Like synth and wave, hip hop, right? We start seeing some really cool things, even, even uh, the Mel, fashion. I, I, got, I do have to kind of stop you there. Okay, let's hear it. The 80s had some good movies, but don't, I would not promote the 80s with, with, their, with their music. Okay. 80s music's awful. I it's love horrible. the 80s music. Talking there heads. There is not a worse decade of music than what? the 80s. You can't, if you're going to defend the 80s and, and pimp the 80s, I'd keep music out of that conversation. <laughs> Dude, there, there's, some, there's some awesome bands that were coming out of there. Like the Talking Heads is one of my favorite bands. Yeah, okay. That's 80s. I mean, you know, I, you, I mean, that, you were, grew up in the 80s. Mm -hmm. You had that susceptible mm -hmm. age when that's the music that makes that imprint on you. So you're going to think that that's good. I grew up in the 90s, born in the 80s, grew up in the 90s. Yeah. I'm saying I'm flashing back and I'm like, now I'm starting to appreciate yeah. what was going on I like when I was being I, yeah. conceived. I like 80s movies. There we go. I Me love too. 80s movies and comedy. Yeah. <clears throat> but I can't get behind that music. That 80s music was just an atrocious atrocity. Right on, man. Hey. It's subjective I, though, there right? There we go. There we go. And I, th I think that, that would even be a fun episode for us to dive right? into. Sure. Right? Like just go YouTube DJ back and forth. You can be like, this is garbage. And I'll listen to it. And then I'd be like, yeah, but this one's tight. And yeah. you know what I mean? Anyways. But yeah. So now there is some really impressive things going on with 3D printing. Right? So we go out and talk to local schools because we want to inspire, inspire the kids. Right? Children are 
the next generation of inventors and creators and they haven't been bogged down by societal norms as to what you can and can't do mm-hmm. right they they're have open-minded they're sponges there you go man i mean you're a father they're growing in a way different age than we did this right. this crazy technological age that we're in high speed Woo! and it oh, man growing up super fast because you can google something and be like oh my god i wasn't ready for mm-hmm. that it's, but yeah. it's it, too late it's there yeah. all that information is there now how do i process it you know, so we want to we want to engage these kids now, right? Both sides of the line, not just a male dominated industry, but females are also important and also breaking down. If we're breaking down gender, then let's break down. It doesn't matter about, you know, your your social economic status, your religious background, your cultural beliefs, anything like that. We just want to inspire kids, right? Young minds. So they can cut, they can start honing in this technology. You know, I believe that children are the future. Hey, baby, I believe that too. <laughs> we should have somebody sponsor this. You know what I mean? Coca Cola, are... right? There we go. Yeah, that's Coca-Cola. right. Coca Cola. Shout out to Coca Cola. Yeah. Come hey, uh, holla at your boy. That's right. Kids are the future. Neonatalkpodcast.com. <laughs> you can reach me there. We will uh-huh. set something up. You donate enough, we will call it. Coca Cola presents Neonatalk Podcast. I'll put your name up front. That's right. kids are the future. <laughs> um so so yeah man there is some really fascinating stuff happening like we're 3d printing organs and i'm not saying my company's doing it i'm saying that this is happening technology, in an the industry 3d technology yeah absolutely right so this 3d printed heart right from organic material was done at the university of tel aviv this summer so now instead of waiting on an organ transplant list you can actually 3d print whatever it is that you may need so black market. That's crate. so insane. That's what I'm talking about. That's so insane. Like that's the thing that's so insane. But that should be everybody. That should be common knowledge. Everybody should be like, holy shit. Did you know they can 3D print a heart? But it's Duh. Not. No, I didn't know that. So how? Yeah. How does that? How is not the zeitgeist right now? Like, absolutely. Uh, I think it's because there's so much other things going going on. Right. Like we're constantly bombarded by the news and what we're supposed to be paying attention to. There's too much these... political arguments going on right now. And and we could real news is getting lost in the shuffle with just this stupid, same old, same old rhetoric that's been going on since, I don't know, forever. Ever. It's, it's forever. Pr- propaganda has been a tool forever. Yeah. Right. So, so we lose things like 3d printed hearts. We lose things like NASA putting a 3d printer on their space shuttles. Oh, Good and, idea, good idea. Right? Instead of taking like a whole toolbox with them, they're like, hey, I need a wrench. I'm going to go 3D print it, use the wrench, fix whatever needs to be fixed, and then I'm going to throw that wrench back into the printer, recycle the material, mm-hmm. and use it for something else. They're talking about terraforming Mars and the moon with 3D printers. 3D printer. Yeah, and using, right, like the, the Martian terrain as the filament to print the bases. This can all happen. We're, we're 3D printing affordable homes. There's a company doing this right now in Austin, Texas. $10,000. They can 3D print a home in a day. Tiny home or something? Yeah. It's like, like a tiny for homeless home. homeless people? Yeah. So, so what a great idea. Yeah. So they're, they're going down to like Central and South America, these impoverished countries. Oh, beautiful. And they're using it to help this, you know, to help these people, mm-hmm. right? The, the people that are forgotten about the most, making real impacts, right? We're 3D printing food. One of the first things that that I ever saw 3D printed was an Oreo, right? And I love cookies, but even then I was like, I don't know if I'd eat that cookie, but it was 3D printed, right? From actual, again, like organic material or whatever Oreos are made of. I'm not sure. Not organic. organic. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So there's that, man. What there's, okay. So because we go and, you know, we'll talk with with kids a lot. There is uh, a girl up in Virginia. Right. And she started using 3D printing and she learned design. Like so a lot of these programs are computer assisted design, which is what engineers and architects use. Mm-hmm. But now technology has advanced so so quickly and, and we're at such a we're at a point where a lot of these programs are available to the masses. We were talking about open source earlier. Mm-hmm. Again, open source programs where kids can design things mm-hmm. and then actually 3D print them. So she found in her community there was a need for prosthetics. Right? Oh. Right? Great. And so she started designing and 3D printing prosthetics for her neighbors, for her neighborhood, for wow. her community. And it's making a real impact at 12 years old. Holy cow. 
Yeah, man. So so I can I can go on and on about this, but what's going on in Virginia that there's a bunch of people that need uh, that they're missing limbs, dude? But that's that's a good question, man. Maybe like uh, like really they on the big beach alli- there? I don't know. Sharks? I was thinking alligators. Alligators. You know what I mean? Just I creeping yeah, up. I don't know if there's alligators in Virginia. They, yeah, maybe not. Sharks? Sharks? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe a hybrid of something that just really likes bears. Arms. There you go. Lions and tigers. Anyways, and <laughs> it's interesting that Virginia's got a need for a, a community has a whole need for that. But hey, whatever. Yeah, you know, it's it's, wow. it's just she found a void and was able to help people with this very futuristic technology. But we have it now, right? And so I think that we are on the cusp of seeing this go mainstream um, here in the very near future, right? 2020 is even a futuristic sounding year, isn't it? Right. I mean, growing up in, again, like the 80s, yeah, yeah, 90s, yeah. and it's like, it's 2020. 2020 like, seems like, that seemed like the future. That seemed Jetson's future. It is, and we yeah. are. We do have <clears throat> some of these things, right? We never got flying cars, right? and our hoverboards still suck. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, we have 3D printing. You know, we have things like Venmo, so if you don't have cash, just send me it digitally. Right. Yeah. You know, the, there, I think we've made some strides. We, we shouldn't sell ourselves short, but there's, there's a ways to go. Well, it seems like that's a really young, I mean, if it's only been around really since the 80s and then since the, after the patent take was taken off it seems like a pretty new technology so it probably has a really long way to go absolutely which is pretty dope that they're already doing this crazy stuff when it's this new of a technology yep where do you see it where where do where do experts or people kind of see it going in another 25 years from now can they see that far do they have ideas for that far away or even further like what's kind of what are they hoping for? All right. So here's what I'm hoping for. I think in the next five to 10 years, we'll see these little 3D printers that, you know, that we use to make some of the things in our studio in every household. Right. So let's say so here's here's a going back to your library reference earlier. Mm-hmm. There's a great makerspace studio down on the library off 87th and Antioch. Mm-hmm. And I went in there just to do some, you know, research and hang out with some geeks <clears> like me. And I started printing like a little Pikachu like the size of my thumbnail. Okay. It, w- it took like, I don't know, like 15 minutes to print or something. And this kid next to me couldn't have been more than 20 something years old. You know, he's, he's there, he's finishing up his design and he's sending it to the printer. And I'm like, Hey, what is that? You're like, what are you making? And he goes, well, my girlfriend's hairdryer broke. Right. But it wasn't like the motor or anything electrical. It was like this plastic piece. And he was like, so instead of buying her a new hairdryer, I'm just printing that nice. plastic piece. Wow. Right. So again, so like little things around the house, let's right. say something breaks. Let's say that you're having car troubles, right? Let's say that um, it's it's like a spark plug or something that you need, right? You don't want to go to the store. You can print that at home, right? If you have that file, you can print it at home. And sustainability, I think, feeds into that mix. Um, so again, so what are we looking at in the next, you know, 10, 15, 25 years? I think we're going to look at more accessibility, people just having these i think that the prices will drop on these to where people are like okay i can see some value or hey that's cool enough that i'll I'll make the investment right and i'll just learn how to use it (laughs) um yeah i just yeah well uh, right so so and this is what happens i think that once people well no i I was i was yeah i was thinking of something else in my head where you're going with with these a lot of these technologies there has to be a primary a, a primarily driving force Mm -hmm. a primary driving force that kind of really helps the technology explode Mm -hmm. and we all know what that is right let's hear it sex drugs and porn it's porn yeah that's what really makes that virtual reality is going to start really taking off because porno yeah the internet because of porn yeah so 3d printing really needs to get the porn industry behind (laughs) them if they really want that industry to blow up just you know the technology to really explode absolutely so i'm thinking i mean I don't Dude, know. you're not. I don't think you're so far off, right? I so know. I think that yeah, where it goes, right? Absolutely. I mean, I don't know exactly what a real doll is. Sure. I don't know how they're made or anything. Sure. But that seems like if if you can 3D print and it looks creepily real, if it looks realistic, yeah. Why wouldn't you just do it? Right. Yeah. If, like if I'm gonna. If, yeah. I mean, I mean, the the, the Chinese and the, or the Japanese, they're they're gonna be into that. Yeah. 3D I, printing. Uh. Yeah. Boom. Girlfriends. Boyfriends, you know, whatever. Um, Dude, I don't I don't think that that's that far off either. Right. Mm -hmm. Like there's already sex dolls that exist. There's a company doing it out of California. Right. And they have a market. 
Right. Right. We're, at the end of, of the day, yeah. we're just horny monkeys. Right. That's what we are. We're horny Neanderthals. That's right. Hey, baby. <laughs> um. So. So. Okay. So let's say that. Right. Somebody, a robotics company like uh, Boston Dynamics. Uh oh. Is building these AIs that that you know can mimic human emotion, like Westworld. Have you seen that show? No. It's not, dude. But I saw the, what's that great movie? Ex Machina. Yes. Yeah. Ex yes. Machina is phenomenal. What so a good, great dude. Movie. And oh that's my gosh. that's that kind of like Twilight, Black Mirror, <clears throat> um, you know, science fiction. That's not that far off. Like we're we're there. We're living. I mean, if you're three D printing organs, that's science fiction right now. That's right. That's right, dude. So, so yeah, so, so this is happening. And I think that, yeah, so let's say some robotics company is, is designing and building the robotic side of AI. What's to say that we don't get to a point where we're 3D printing on a silicone filament so it feels like skin? Mm-hmm. And so you're, you're 3D printing what the outer shell of that AI would look like, and it could be anything you wanted. Right. Right. And so this is, I mean, I think that they're important conversations to have. Right. Not only are they fascinating to talk about and kind of be yeah, like, dude, yeah. well, what do you what do you think? <laughs> huh? But I think that, you know, it's very plausible. Right? right. And so we might as well start engaging in this kind of conversation so we can direct it in mm-hmm. the right way. Right. So. So, yeah, man, um, it's it's really. Crazy, sexy, cool stuff that's happening. Yeah, I don't even know where to begin. There's just so many cool. How good are they with the organs right now? Is it an actual working? So, so there's anything, still, st- stomach, stomach or anything like that, or so. So they've done like um, eyes Whoa. and livers, uh, hearts. Oh, a functional eye. So, so what? Yeah. So what they're doing is is that they're still working out the kinks, right? Just like when the new iOS drops or right. any new technology goes through it, like you have to work out the kinks. Oh you can gosh. do it, but is it all? Is it functioning all correctly? So they're still in that trial phase where where they're getting it right. How good are the eyes? I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. You can Maybe, make them look like whatever you want. Too, that's right. right. Yeah. Cat eyes, alligator eyes. I don't know. Can you add technology eyes. to them? Right. So like maybe you can zoom in or mm-hmm. zoom out. I bet. I, I don't see why you couldn't. Right. Again, like if if the underneath, if the skeleton of the eye, let's say, skeletons don't have eyes, but let's just pretend here. Mm-hmm. So if the skeleton of the eye was like a camera that could zoom in and right. out, and then you 3D printed the outer layer, which is the eye that can actually fit inside the human head and you can connect that part of the eye, the robotic side to your actual, you know, who you are as a person to your physiology, then yeah, maybe you could zoom in and out. Have you seen, okay, so here we go. So this ties into so many things. This is crazy. It is. Just think the possibilities. And that's what we want When you get 3D printing and CRISPR and Boston Dynamics and. And that's just on the, you know, on the, like the biotech side of things. Mm Mm-hmm. We haven't even, again, you know, scratched the surface of what we can do in the medical field, um, in aeronautics, automotive, fashion and design. Um, you know, even even a lot of this, what we're using is technology that comes from like 3D animation. So now we're talking movies and video, right? That's oh, yeah. a whole big thing. Dude, this it's, it's a gigantic universe, right? And it's I and we haven't even reached the doorway. It's wow. Crazy. Yeah. Holy cow. How fun. <laughs> what a fun industry to be a part of. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's exciting. You know, and I think that people should be excited. It should be a, a cause for imagination, right? Let's dream. Let's dream again. We're, we're, if we're living in the future, I think that, you know, we can create a renaissance right. where it's like, all right, artistic expression type of thing where let's use this to create a better world for our kids. Coca-Cola, kids are the future. Kids are the future. Come at me, Coca-Cola. That's right. We'll 3D print all the Coca-Cola products you want in here. Boom. <laughs> Done, dude. Cross promotion. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. <clears throat> um, golly, that's crazy. I just, and you're saying, what kind of materials can you 3D print? Like, obviously you have to have something, like if you're going to make a, a bottle, a plastic bottle, you have to have that material, right? Sure. Like, so... What kind of what do they make when they're making a house, a 3D house? What are they wood chips in there or cement? Cement. Okay. Cement. There's even and so you know, I think there'll be this convergence of other emerging industries like renewable energy, so like solar panels, right? Oh jeez, yeah. Um and then medicinal and recreational marijuana, but not even just like the THC C B D side C B D side of things, but the hemp. Right? So there is this filament called Hempcrete. Hempcrete. Yeah. 
So imagine 3D printing a tiny home in hempcrete, which mm-hmm. is now biodegradable. You know, Jeez. so like, let's say it doesn't work. Who cares? Tear it down. Let's reuse it. It's good for the earth. What's type the of thing? What's the biggest 3D printer out there? Dude, so actually the second biggest one in the world is right here in Kansas City. Really? Yeah. Cool. A, yeah, dude. It's super cool. How right? big How big are we talking? Dude, I don't know. Like the size of a house. It's wow. giant. It's giant. It's, so it's at Dimensional Innovations. There's a lot of really, really cool stuff. Where's that at? Can people go check that out? Uh, so it's a, it's a private company. I don't know if they can check it out. Do they do tours or anything? Maybe. That's something that we can look into. That'd be neat. Yeah. I'd go check neat. that tour out. Yep. What are they building there? What are they what are they doing with this giant house-sized 3D printer? So they redid the Minnesota Timberwolves facility with their 3D printer. Like they took on that project and printed out a bunch of crazy shit to make that to scale. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Yep. The largest one at the world in the world right now is in Dubai. Dubai oh, is of actively course. yeah. <laughs> Dubai is actively using it to to 3D print like buildings, right? They have the largest skyscraper in the world right now, the Burj Khalifa. And they're using it to, to do that. There's So remember over the summer when Notre Dame burnt down? Oh, yeah, yeah. And all these people were like, oh, you know, let's donate. Let's restore this. And people were coming up with different solutions. One of the solutions that they're entertaining is 3D printing Notre Dame. And it'll look identical? Absolutely, because you, you can AutoCAD it. You can design it so it's identically what it looked like before, the original structure. And then the 3D printer will make it so it's exact no human error no yeah yeah yes so so i mean i think again the sky is kind of the limit here when they were building the timberwolves thing Mm -hmm. so they had to do it piece by piece so because i I mean if it's as big as a house Mm -hmm. the timberwolves facility is much bigger than a house Mm -hmm. so i would assume they would have to build piece by piece then build it yeah and that happens even Mm. on like small scale prints think like legos right so like you'll design this giant structure out and then, you, yeah, you'll build it piece by piece and either have it like snap or fit together in a way where it's one complete piece once it's done. Ladies and gentlemen, I just solved how the pyramids were built. <laughs> hey, man. Giant 3D printers built those pyramids. That's right. And then they just got lost with technology, with uh, mm, asteroidal impact and ice ages and everything got wiped away but the pyramids are still there but the technology for the 3d printers is gone and we're just now getting them back there we go boom we're like archaeologists (laughs) (laughs) rediscovering things that we've already had yes we're just like archaeologists that's right man so what is a 3d hq what do you do in this little slice of 3d heaven absolutely so that's a great question perfect time to whoop out my briefcase look at this bad boy uh this is the real deal you got a lock on it, 666. That's right. Oh, man. So I had this meeting. We're going to um, glow. We have like a different briefcase, and I had this meeting one time, and we actually have like, you <clears> know, <throat> a code that you have to put in or whatever. And I'm sitting there, and I'm at like this point, I'm about to pop it open, building up anticipation, and I can't figure it out. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, and it ended up being all I had to do was press a button, and it just like flung open. <laughs> It was hilarious, man. I have like one of those embarrassing moments right. where you're like at a certain sweating so, bullets. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So he's got this nice looking briefcase here. He's, uh, let's start with a gift to you. A gift to me. Yes. All right. Okay. He's got a little ring box here. Oh, you shouldn't have. You're supposed to get down on one knee. That's right. That's right, man. All right. So these, this is small scale examples of what we do. Oh, cool. So that's a f- number 15. Maho- 15 I got a Mahomes keychain it's got a number 15 on it that's dope and then the kansas city uh was that the tire kansas city that's the western auto western auto sign but with kansas city in there with kansas city the the big arrow circle arrow on it dude that's cool so you made this or the yeah we made that so we designed it and then we made it right we 3d printed it dude that's cool okay so from there show it on the on the camera here hey baby zoom in on that yeah, he doesn't have to zoom. It's a pain in the ass. Dude, that's sweet, dude. Thanks. Yeah, beautiful. Dude. Absolutely. Hey, thank you. So from there, it's like you know, we want to again. If we're going off sustainability, let's create things that are tools, mm-hmm. right? So here is is something that we made, right? And that is wow, a little you know, baby whatever. Is this a, a Pokemon type character? Yeah, it is. So check this out. What do you do with this thing? Just look at it. Slide my phone on there. Slide? What do you mean? Just put it on oh, there. sweet. 
Dude, right? that's dope. Uh, now, and then now put it vertically. Whoa. So a little tool, man. I mean, it's nothing this crazy. This little funny looking uh, <laughs> pokey for the listeners, Pokemon character. It's about, I don't know, three inches long by inch and a half or something. It looks like a little, tur- I don't know, turtle, yeah. turtle type thing. And it holds your phone. And it holds it perfectly. Dude, that is sweet. Cool, man. That All is right. the coolest thing ever. So we made that. So you, you ready to keep going? Oh, sure. All right. So I got this email from this guy in California. He's got a puppy who's about to have eye surgery. Super cute puppy. Mm-hmm. Big bug eyes. And he's like, he's going to have eye surgery. He can't get anything in his eyes. I need you. Can you make me a helmet and then put lenses on it? <laughs> <laughs> so it'll protect him. It's like a Spider-Man mask type of that. That was his vision, right? Okay. So we're like, all right, cool. You know, we hate saying no. So, so we're like, let's see what we can do. And so after 24 hours of printing, this came out. Well, it's a Batman. Ma- it's like the Batman helmet. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. The Batman mask. This goes on a dog on that dog specifically so designed for his size or. So this is a great uh, example of, of a prototype, right? Like an early stage idea that, you're going to have to make adjustments and edits too. But yes, the idea is that that's going to go on the puppy's head. So on the inside, we had to find a way to put some fabric in there, right? Detachable fabric so they can clean it. So we don't get like a bunch of microbes and all that crazy stuff. Wow. Yeah. And then, and then, and then we'll have to actually make the lenses that go in where the eye holes go. Do you ever watch uh, Rick and Morty? I just started watching that show. I just started. Yeah. I can tell why I can Mm -hmm. see why. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of fun. There's there's a there's a great bit in there about eye holes. Don't take my eye holes. When you get there, we can talk <laughs> about this again. <laughs> but what I'm getting at is, we'll, we'll you know from, we won't 3D print the lenses. Mm-hmm. There's a certain point where 3D printing, especially on a small scale, doesn't make sense. Wow. And you should just go into an injection molding and do it the old school way. But for one offs, you know, for very specific tailored needs. This is how you can really start using 3D printing. This is 3D printed. That's so yeah, crazy. Dude. It just looks like something you'd, you'd get in the toy store, but you know, this is like, that's not what this is. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. All right. So you ready wow. to keep going? Oh my gosh. This thing right here is like the greatest thing ever, but keep going. <laughs> if you can top that. All right. So you tell me who this is okay. and then I'll explain what we do. Okay. Wow. And it's you. What? Dude, that is me. Wow. Yeah. Look at that. Wow. How creepy is that? It looks just like you. Oh, yeah. You're just chilling. Put that on the camera there. Is it, is it showing? Uh, one time. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So. And it stands there perfectly. Yep. Look at that. That's so cool. It's 3D printed. It cut, wow. I mean, uh, people don't know what I'm seeing. It's, a, it's an action and not even action. It's just like a statue. And what is this? Six inches or so? It's, oh. eight, it's eight inches. Whoa, whoa, whoa! That's eight <laughs> inches. Sorry. <laughs> and it's got it's got a blazer on, jeans, a belt, glasses. His hair looks good. Nose, lips. He's got a watch, shoes. He's got the cuffs cup. There's wrinkles. Wow. That's play by play, man. Wow. That's really good. I do have all those things. Holy cow! Yeah. Hold, hold it up next to you. Get the camera on him. Hold that up hold next. Up. Let, me, let me check it. Let me check it. Here we go. This one, this this one right here. That one right there. Yeah. Camera one, camera one. That's mm. awesome. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Super cool. Yeah. So again, applications, right? Applications. Think of this as the future of photography. And let me back this up. So 3D printing is is formally known as additive manufacturing. It's meant to add to whatever industry it's being utilized in. Okay. So it's not going to, I don't want to create some kind of fear. Oh my God, they're going to take our jobs. They took our jobs. 3D printers took our jobs. It seems uh, that could have some unintended consequences of this, of this technology. I say say F that man. Okay. I say, if this is already accessible to the public, let's keep learning. Sure. Right. Let's, let's just embrace the fact that we're going to have to continuously learn (laughs) for the rest of our lives to stay relevant. And that's not such a scary thing. You know what I mean? It's however you want to utilize it. Mm -hmm. But so in this, when I say the future of photography, I don't mean selfies are going to go away. (laughs) Never. You know what I mean? We love ourselves way too much Mm -hmm. to get rid of a 2D picture. I'm just saying that this is a new way to do it. 
That's pretty sweet. Right? And so now we're talking about capturing memories in a way that's never been done before. Mm-hmm. Right? Not just from like that one angle on that grainy camera 30 years ago. Yeah. I'm talking about you in your essence, how you were, that now becomes a family heirloom. You know what I mean? It's like, that's Grandpa Ryan over there. Right? <laughs> but this no is when kidding. he was, you know, this is when he was 40 years younger. Yeah, yeah. And it's and it's you. You know, it would be cool because like, I, I do have kids, a six-year-old and a three-year-old. Wouldn't that be cool to do one every year and see their progression in, like, physical form like that? That'd yeah. be pretty sweet. And that's what we want, That'd man. That'd be a cool idea. There you go. I don't want to tell you what to use it for, man. I want you to come up with it. Ain't that a cool idea? It, I would it like because you get to it see your, your, your kids grow every year. What they are, And you get to line that up in, in 15 years. That would be pretty cool to see. I love that, man. Yes, it, it would be really cool mm-hmm. to see. And I think even more so, it becomes, you can't place a value to it. You know what I mean? That that becomes priceless, mm-hmm. right? Because you can't go back and do it. Maybe you can. Maybe in 25 years, we can go back and do it. And then here's my l- last little tidbit on that earlier question. Like, where do you think that we're going? Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's dream big. Okay. What about teleportation? Oh, yeah. I was kind of thinking about that. The, the what if, Star Trek type yeah, shit. Beam yeah, beam me up, Scotty. Yeah. Maybe that's what that is. Huh? What if, yeah, what if we 3D print ourselves in another part of the world, in another part of the universe? Is it us? And this is like the, this gray well, area. That's more like, than 25 years away, I'll tell you that. Maybe, maybe not. Dude, so there's this thing in technology called Moore's Law where it's like, right. you know, you, you, you know, right? Yeah. So it's like you, bigger, faster, stronger every kind of, two years. But processor speed or something absolutely but we're getting into quantum computing that is also happening right so convergence mm-hmm. right anyways yes this is what we're doing at 3d hq is is we're taking who you are today and encapsulating it right we're creating a little bit of you a three-dimensional I mean, it's, it's it's a statue action figure type thing. There you go, man. Wow. Yeah. Pretty dope. And we're, you know, the other dope part about what we're doing is we're Kansas City based, man. We're all Kansas City kids over there. I grew up in KC. You know, I, I had to get out and kind of see life from other perspectives to. I get, I've always appreciated where I'm from, but I guess to, to re-embrace it, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so I, I, I see really big things for Kansas City. We want to turn this place into a 3D tech hub. That's, again, why we go out and talk to kids now. Let's start creating that pipeline. Let's give them real future skills, right? And then not only that, man, but you should also just have passions that don't have to make you money. You just want to do it because it's, it's a passion. Right, what and I'm then, doing right here with this podcast. I love that, man. There's this philosopher called Alan Watts, you know, mm-hmm. and, and he would talk about, well, he, so, so he was a, a college professor. He brought Eastern philosophy to the Western world. He, he taught out in Stanford and Berkeley, and he would ask his graduating students, like, what would you do if, if money weren't a variable? Like, if, not if it weren't an option, but like if it weren't a factor, you know, right. and, and you would get real answers. Like, what would you do, Ryan, if money weren't a factor? My dad asked me that same question, and I said podcasting. Boom. And I started podcasting right shortly after that. That's awesome. Yep. Right? And fast forward, and you're doing it. Doing the damn thing. That's right, dude. I got 3D printers <laughs> in front of me. That's right. Hell yeah. So Who knew I'd be here? That's right. You did. Yep. You know, you did somewhere around there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So yeah, man, what I'm getting at is let's dream big, you know? This is super fun. Is teleportation your dream big? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I love to travel, right? So I've, I've been very fortunate in, in my lifetime, and I've gotten to live in, you know, everywhere from Africa to South America, the Middle East to both sides of Europe, East and West, right? Um, and, and there's something about engaging with people from around the world that makes you realize that we're all just people. Traveling's people are people. Great. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So imagine, imagine have, being able to travel and not having to Instantly, get to the airport two hours early. You know, I'm thinking maybe definitely technology needs to change in a way for travel to be much easier. But I don't know that teleportation is necessarily the best option. I'm hoping those little tubes, Elon Musk type <laughs> tubes, little vacuum tubes yeah. just get us from here to... Hyperloop? Yeah, you know, I'm sure some kind of yeah suction, vacuum suction type from like California to New York and like... 
I would sacrifice what an hour. Yeah. That ain't nothing. I can no. do that. Yeah, dude. I would take that over risking uh, being deep. What would that be? We're particleized yeah. <laughs> and reparticleized. <laughs> and other side, I try, you know, I, I would rather go in the hyperloop. But. There we go. <clears throat> hey, man, I feel you. Me too. You know, put me in one of those puppies. I'm down. Yeah. Have you ever seen the show Futurama? I love Futurama. Dude, they they travel through tubes, man. It's oh like yeah, the that's whole right. Opening episode is like, oh yeah, that's right. Get yeah. me there. <laughs> yeah, dude. Absolutely. Yep. I would think. If you're saying they're going to Mars with a giant, how big are we talking that that's going to be? How big could they make one that's like, could they make a world printer? Could they make a world? Ooh, yeah. You know, maybe a moon. Yep. Yeah. How big can they go? I don't know. I don't don't think we've reached that point. So honestly, I think that this technology is limited. Boom, that's where we need to go. Why terror? Why? Why? Yeah. Like then Imagine the math that has to go on if you're going to make yourself oh, another planet. Yeah. Could you exactly. imagine if human beings got the planet making level? Now we're talking God code. Yeah. Right? It's like, well, I'm just going to print my new planet. I'll see you later. This yeah. is a simulation theory. They're not going to let it. They're going to pull the plug by the time we get to that point. Oh, yeah. These crazy assholes are making <laughs> other planets now. Gravity's getting all shifted. There's, They're trying to ruin the yeah. economy. <laughs> We gotta dude. we gotta shut this experiment down. That's right. Boom. That's right, dude. That's why you you know a lot of knowledge is kept behind gates. Mm-hmm. You know too much. It's not a good. That's thing. what happened with the pyramids. They said, "All right, these these guys just made pyramids with their three D printers. We haven't gotten to that status yet. We're gonna get wiped out." Yeah. Before then, it's just gonna be another cycle. That's what keeps happening here. It's fully simulation. Oh, dude. Yeah. We we history repeats <laughs> itself. Right? Have you gotten to that Rick and Morty episode, the simulation? I don't think so. I'm only oh. I've only done two uh, two seasons. Okay, right on. It's really good. Yeah, it's, it's really good. I like it a lot. Absolutely. I wish I would gotten into it sooner. I just it's nah, that, man. that art style. I just didn't take it seriously. Yeah. So that dude, one of the co-creators for that show, Dan Harmon. Yes. Have you watched Community? No, but I've I've seen it. Okay. Okay. Right on. Yeah. I just found that show this year. It's at what top of my list. Yeah, mm. it's all right. Just pop, pop. Anyways, that's that's beyond me there. Okay. <laughs> um. So what's what? Yeah. What's what are you guys? Your business is doing whatever people kind of say. Hey, three D print me something. Or yeah. Print me something. Is that what your your three D HQ is more? So so our cornerstone product is is we make these three D printed. Are these the big sellers? Is this what mainly people come to you is for the statue the figurines yeah what do you like to call them i don't want to absolutely no so so i think that that's a that's a great segue we've been kind of playing around with names as of late Mm -hmm. and you know that they are 3d printed statues they are you know figurines that are very lifelike Mm -hmm. um we've been playing with the name bitsy or a bit so a bit is like the smallest data point in information Mm -hmm. right and then there's a byte and then there's a gigabyte and then there's a terabyte so we're thinking about like a bit right it's a little bit it's huh. uh it's it's a little bit of you right we're taking all this information and okay breaking it down into this we're also playing with bit c so bit and then the letter c right it's an itsy bitsy version of you um yeah but that, you know what yeah let's hear it what comes after c what d <laughs> i don't know <laughs> <laughs> but so so the c could you know unofficially stand for clone to be honest with you, man, we don't we we haven't gotten there yet. You okay. know, we've been playing with things like Ditto's and Mimeo, and it's one of those fun kind of branding opportunities. For oh, us. okay, that's yeah. where that kind of so so we're leading into it. How do you feel about Bit or a, a Bitsy? It's a it's a Bitsy of you. Check out my Bit. I don't know. Okay, I don't know. Dude, uh, real talk. Out, man. I don't know. It is what it is. It's a I I. I I'm I'm not into branding and that kind of stuff. I'm more into shit is what it is. But I understand you have to set yourself apart. Mm-hmm. So I guess saying figurine or statue, there's a million figurine statues out there. So I guess, but I mean, it is that's what it, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's a statue. Okay. That's why I'm fumbling over words because I don't want to insult you by calling it a statue if it's not a statue or an action figure if it's not an action figure. I want to know what the proper term is for this. Uh, I don't know. Figurine. There we go, man. Hey, you, it'll come to you and then email me or drop me a line. Give me a call. Be like, I yeah. thought of it. 
what do you think about this? Mm-hmm. You know? But yeah, that's what we do. So this is our cornerstone product. Again, you know, the 3D printed statues of you or your pets, your family, wedding cake toppers. You know, we go to oh, yeah. Cons. So we do, we do we do action figures, right? People come in in their cosplays and they get printed up as... Oh, yeah. Yeah. You Cosplayers know. come in, they're dressed up as their thing and they... Dude. Are yeah. there licensing things you have to issue, you have to worry about? Like, can I come in and say, I want Batman? So here's the thing. We're not going to resell a person in a Batman costume. That's for them. They bought the costume. That's for them. It's like getting the picture taken of them, mm-hmm. right? They already own that licensing, right? Because they paid for it when they purchased the outfit, the t-shirt, whatever. Yeah, but if we were gonna, you know, replicate that um, and start selling Batman figures, I'm sure there'd be a problem. Somebody yeah. would have a problem with that, you know. And and then again, you know, that I think that that opens the door to kind of this gray area of a new industry, right? All these I can see all kind. I can I can definitely see some little offshoot industries. Yeah. of messing around with like these these cool figurines. Totally, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And then, and then, you know, again, on the prototyping side of things, uh, we'll, we'll take on your ideas. You know, we don't want to overpromise and under deliver. So if there's something we can't do, you know, we'll give it a try and then we'll let you know, Hey, you know, we can't, get, we're not there yet. Um, and then I think that again, the bigger thing is just education, man. I, we really want to turn Kansas city into a 3d tech hub because why not? Right. They're, they're, yeah, they're why all, not? Exactly. Why not? We're, Kansas City is such a great city. It's 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 cheap to live. It's growing. It's exploding. Technology is moving here. Yep, yep. We got the kids here. That's right. That's right, man. You know, you know? how far is Coca Cola from here? I mean, they got money. <laughs> they can reach us. That's right. That's right. So there's a lot going on, you know, and, and we we might as well be at the forefront of it. I, you know, we're doing progressive things already. Like you know, current Mayor Quint Lucas just passed that legislation for free transportation. Oh, I know. I saw that. How awesome is that? It's awesome, man. You know, and again, this this is helping the, the people that are most in need, mm-hmm. right? And unlocking that potential so they can go and work and grind for their family. So hopefully they can, they can you know, I don't know, I guess partake in their passion at some point in life. But anyways, yeah, I you know, it's those three things. We do the, the 3D printed figurines. We do the r- rapid prototyping and we want to turn Casey into a 3D tech hub. How long does it take? to get a figurine made about three weeks from the time that we scan you to the time that you have it in your hands how do you get scanned so you so we have engineered this uh one of our scanners um the scan itself takes like 1.5 seconds but you physically come in there and get scanned through a machine yes you physically come in and get scanned through a machine that's cool whatever you're wearing so you're like this is what i want to wear that's right that's right you come in in whatever kind of gear so when we first started, I would use this line. Do you remember glamour shots? Yeah. So that's not us. <laughs> we don't have props and all these things. Like you come with whatever you want to be immortalized. We in. just got the machine and the whatever. We got the scanner. Mm-hmm. Right. So we scan you. And then we what ends up happening is in, in a nutshell, it's three steps. We scan you and then we digitize you. So we create your virtual avatar. So it's a video game version of you. Ooh, yeah. I want one of those. Dude, come in. and we'll, So here's what we're doing. Part of our educational side of things is we want to show you step one and two. And for step two, we will give you your own virtual avatar for free. Hey, how right? about your boy? Yes. Bam, baby. Coming in. That's right. And so keep in mind, it's a, it's a rough draft version of the final file that we actually sell, to, uh, that we send to the printer. Okay. Right. So I think it's a really cool way to engage with this technology to help understand it a bit more and then you know something to talk about at the dinner table so you you won't believe what i did today wow yeah that sounds fun cool come that down sounds, man. all right i will yeah i would so it takes about three weeks once you get scanned mm-hmm. boy that'd be really cool yeah man now how, how now what's the weirdest thing someone's done come in there worth <laughs> what's the weirdest request you've had dude we get all sorts of crazy requests which is <clears throat> a lot of fun Right. Yeah, um, I bet. It's, it's, it's hilarious to see people asking for whatever's going on in their mind. But we get the naked one a lot. Like, hey, can I come in here naked? Can I get this done naked? Like, people ask that and they're being silly. But do they actually come through and be like, hey, I'm actually going to do naked? Or are they just doing that to be? I think I think it's just to, to that's the to low be hanging silly. fruit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. we haven't really had that yet. Right. Um, there's, a, you know, aside from this application where we can 3D print it. 
we also want to take this into the medical field. And so you can actually get, you know, when you go in for your annual exam, mm -hmm. you can scan your body for what it is there. That way your doctor has that virtual file okay. on record. And it's like, hey, Ryan, you know, this is what you look like last year. Here's what you look like this year. And this is, you know, this is the difference. And you what's can your see secret? It. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, so. So, yeah. So now I lost track of where, where, where I was at. But anyways. Yeah. Scan, digitize, print. Um, and that, and the scan only takes a second and a half or something. Mm -hmm. So you have so to you stay could, still. So, yeah. So how, if you want to do like a big family portrait with your all, you and your kids hanging out, you all have to stand there perfectly for like the second and a half. That's right. That'd That's right. Fun. Yeah. That'd be fun. Absolutely. Yeah. Weird, weird, weird requests. I was asking you. What's yes. Weird, weird requests. So we, so we get a lot of the naked one when we go to comic cons, you know, last year, this is at the end of one of the days and this guy's walking through with his girlfriend and he's like, oh, my God, 3D printings of me, you know. And so he's talking to his girlfriend. He's looking at his budget for the rest of the con. He's like, I can afford it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And so he's coming over there and he's like, hey, I know you guys are getting ready to close up, but can I just get scanned real quick? You're like, yeah, absolutely. You know, we want to accommodate. And so I'm like loading up his file. And next thing you know, I turn around and his shirt's off. <laughs> and I'm like, what's up, dude? And he's like, I just want to, I just want this to be printed with all my tattoos. I was like, all right, that's cool. That's cool. I respect cool. that. Yeah. So I would like walk him in there and I'm like <clears throat> checking out his tats, which is a funny thing to say. Um, and he's got like two little tattoos, like one on his arm and like one on his rib cage. You know what I mean? I'm like, it's a lot of effort, you know, for, for those two things, but it's meaningful to him. You mm -hmm. know, like that's how he that's how sees he looks. himself. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's how he wants to be remembered. Right. Kind of thing. So yeah, man, I mean, we get requests for pets a lot, you know, um, we started with dogs and then we started scanning cats and then that led to like lizards and snakes. <laughs> we got requests for lemurs. I didn't even know people own lemurs in Kansas city, but they do. Um, yeah. I mean, now, you know, we get all kinds of kooky stuff. And your scanner's mobile, huh? You it can is. bring it to Planet yeah. Planet Comic Con. That's right. Yeah. So we go to a lot of events, right? So whether okay, it's like a wedding. that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah wait, I, well, what a cool little yeah, business. <laughs> that sounds super fun to do. Cool, man. All right. How much? Let's get the brass tacks, my man. How much does it cost to get uh, your figurine there? So, what, something like that. So this size right here at eight inches, you're looking at three forty five. Okay. Right? Three hundred and forty five dollars. What we've done is we want to simplify things, so it's that includes your taxes. Oh nice. Yeah, you know I mean it's not like it's three forty five, but then you gotta put the wax code on this. there. Yeah, yeah. You need insurance, so that's gonna be another you know, so it's three forty five. But they start at our four inch, they start at one twenty five per person. A oh, four inch is is pretty big. Yeah, absolutely. That that's makes what a she cool said. little dude. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Um, so <clears throat> there's four inches and then we've been prototyping smaller sizes, right? We've, we've gotten down to two inches. My little keychains and yeah, shit. Yeah. And then we've gotten down to an inch. How does it look? And, uh, so here's the thing. Probably not that good. You lose a lot of. Yes. You lose a lot of detail. So yeah. think of sizes as canvas, right. right? The more canvas we have, the more attention to detail we're able to capture. When you shrink a five foot something dude down to a one inch statue, you're going to lose a lot of detail. But it's still going to be. Can you do a five foot you, ten? Could you do? So we're working on that. Yeah. yeah. Like, like working on like actual. Hey, let's let's print people out in their real. You're going to have this so you can sit next to you. Have yourself a little twin there. That's right, man. It's it's like one of those things where, you know, you, you're a person that needs to be seen, but you never want to be found. <laughs> like, yeah, he's just been in there contemplating this yeah. for the last two weeks. And oh, I'm man. out jet skiing around somewhere. That's so cool. Yeah. How fun is that? What kind of fun things do you do? I mean, is it your printer? You do whatever you want. Do you like have fun and experiment with stuff? Like what kind of all the time? What kind Absolutely. of shit are you into? What are you What are you making back there? So when you've, had, when you've had a few drinks, no one's around. Right. It's just you. <laughs> Maybe some music's going on. What uh? Right. What's going on in, in some, your brain? Some weird science. Yeah. Huh? There's an eighties reference. Yeah. Um. So my dad, by trade, is an aerospace engineer, and he's always been a tinker. Right. So once once I started really messing around with this kind of stuff, it was again, we want to have tools, things that are usable, not just like trinkets that you're going to get bored with. And it's right. like, I'm done with that. Um, so we made like these little. So this is what we call the claw. Will you actually pass me one of your books, please? Let's see what you're reading, man. Oh, you want, well, this is just a. 
Just whatever. That's cool. That's just a cookbook. Hey, baby. Buck, buck, moose. Buck, buck, moose by Hank Shaw. Yeah. So. Ama- that is the best wild game cookbook on the market. Is it really? Mm, I think so. That sounds good, man. It's phenomenal. I've eaten some pretty crazy stuff. I don't know. I've eaten venison. I don't know if I've ever eaten a buck. I don't know if I've ever eaten a moose. But I've had bear. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Made me shit my pants. Yeah. It's, like, it's too gamey. It's too chewy. It wasn't good. I had camel. Camel was not very good either. I had, uh, you know, those really big guinea pigs. Yeah. Right. The ones that like hang out with everything. Like you see these giant guinea pigs hanging out with yeah, crocodiles yeah. and birds. Ch- uh, yeah. Well, they're called something else. Right? It's not the uh, chupacabra, but it's yeah, something yeah. like that. It's like the chimichanga, yeah, the, but it's a guinea pig. Yeah. What is that? Yeah, I know what you mean. Okay. Cool. But the world, the word will come to us. But this, you know, this is something that it's oh, a tool, yeah. man. So, so instead of holding it with two hands, you know, like you can hold the book with one hand that kind of stuff so we so we you know we tinker with all sorts of stuff man we're, we're 3d printing golf tees too oh, like right now yeah slip that in your thumb your, your thumb might be a little my thumb's too mine. big there we go so that happens maybe you can put another finger on there but oh there we go that kind of works and it's the other way so it's so you gotta you gotta flip it around like so that it, yes exactly it goes so, like that yes oh my there we go i gotcha okay uh it's not my thing. It's too small. Yeah. I need it slightly bigger. And we can do that. But I like that, yeah. Uh, with 3D printing. That would be great. Take... It's perfect for a cookbook, actually. Yeah? Because you're holding, you know, I would hold it on my other hand yeah. while you're cooking. Oh, shit. How long am I stirring this for? All right, now I need to go get the black pepper. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, I dig there you it. go. That's dope, too. Wow. Dude, so, so it's all sorts of stuff like that, man. Um, you know, we have fun. We 3D printed a violin. No. Lies. Lies. We 3D printed a ukulele. Okay. Yeah. Functioning? Yeah. Yeah. Strings so, and all or just like the bass? I, mean, I guess you got to get your own strings. Yes. Not the strings. But yeah, we we had to get our own. You know, it's it's the whole shell. It's, you know, it's like a Walmart quality ukulele, but we 3D printed it. That's really cool. Yeah. We 3D printed this uh, a belt, a functioning belt. So it's like. Yeah. Can you do clothing? Can you do shirts? So. Custom tailor. Custom tailor. Fitted my own to my specific size shirt or something suit. Yeah. yeah. So, dude, um, there are fashion designers that are using 3D printing to 3D print clothing as we speak. Right. Dresses. Well, that's shirts, the reason paints. to have your own 3D printer in your house right there. Your own wardrobe. So get this. So here. here and we then go. you would just buy people's whatever, buy their their. What do they call that? The pro, uh, subscription, <clears throat> whatever you would pay for their. What would you call that? Not so, the patent, but the design or something. Yeah. So here we go, man. I, you're, you're, you're spot on. You're spot on, man. So here we go. So imagine, again, like this, this very near future, this five to 25 years from now, everything's moving to subscription base, mm-hmm. right? Your, your streaming services, your news, your... Video games, everything. Everything, right? So it's like, I'm going to pay for my subscription and now I can listen to all the rap I want because I have... Spotify. Mm-hmm. So imagine having a subscription to your favorite designer, and it's like, oh, yeah. oh here's my here's my catalog for the month, right? I'm and getting now, the new Yeezys. There you go. Yeah, and it's like, and then so you download that file and you send it to your printer and right. you th- your three D printing shoes, which is literally what Adidas and Nike are doing at the moment. They're taking plastic from the ocean and oh, repurposing cool. it from to, Garbage Island or whatever. Yeah. And 3D oh, yeah. printing shoes. Not all of them, but they're doing it, right? So if that's happening now, why wouldn't we be able to 3D print our own clothes in the next 10 years? Good. So maybe in 25 years, the uh, Nike slave labor will be over with because they'll have the 3D. And, and then that's Rise of the Robots, dude. Now we're talking. Oh, I've already thought about that. Right? I didn't want to bring that up, but that just seems, it seems dangerous. 3D printing, AI coming together. They're going to start replicating themselves. It's just, it's a dystopian 3D printed world in a long way away from now. So here we go. Cause I, th- <laughs> I think that, I think that you're onto something, but have you heard this thing where it's like, you know, that people are at the circus and they're like, you know, behind these curtains is the most dangerous, vicious animal in the yeah. world. Right. And so they pay to go in and they go in and it's a mirror mm-hmm. and they're looking at themselves because man is the most vicious, heartless being on the planet at times. I'm not saying all of us, but we have that potential. Oh, sure. So 
it's not the robots that's We're scary, sure, but I mean, dude, it's people. It's it's like people who go unchecked their entire lives. Bears get, are pretty evil. I'll tell you that though. <laughs> you ever I seen a bear eat? Dude. Bear will eat you from the asshole first. <laughs> Why you are screaming bloody murder and it doesn't care. It is just still gonna eat. I mean, do they do that to moose and deer all the time, just eating it? Dude, just eating They're it. They're screaming and they don't care. They just keep eating. It's unbelievable. Dude, we, I mean, we slaughtered countless chickens and cows and, you know, all sorts of stuff every day. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so I feel you. I think that you're absolutely right. I think that, you know, this. No, I'm just kidding. Future, we are pretty bad. Human <laughs> <laughs> I think that uh, this dystopian future, you know, yeah, it's, it could, it's a possibility. That could be one of our timelines. Right. Again, if if we don't, if we don't rise to the occasion, then yeah. Yeah. You know, I just have to be absurd. Absolutely. Dude, I, I'm all for it, man. <laughs> but but I'm also really bad at, at taking a joke sometimes. Yeah. Like me and my business partner will joke around a lot and I will take it literally. Yeah. You know, and he's like, dude, I'm joking. And then he has to explain his joke, which kills the kills joke. Kills the joke. You know, so I'm a joke killer. But anyways, yeah, man. Um, all sorts of cool stuff. How can people uh, reach out to you if they want to get one of these Absolutely. bits? Dude, you're asking all the right questions. I appreciate that, man. You should have your own podcast or something. I mean, it's not my first rodeo. <laughs> Boy, these I, I didn't mention these, but these business cards that he came in with are the nicest business cards you will ever see in your life. I promise you. They're like a hard piece of plastic. Is it plastic? Nah. No? No. We, we have. We, what the so, heck is it made out of? Just cardboard really and all that fun stuff wow we did 3d print our own business cards but they look like toys. i'm surprised why didn't you yeah i'm surprised you don't have 3d printed we business do cards you i'm did. telling you we you, did. they're not as good as these they just look like toys man it looks like i was shopping at yeah i don't know the toy store okay the toys are us i'm like hey i mean these go. are slick uh holla at your boy there so, it is how dare you i love it there we go man so uh so if you want to reach out to us you know Go find us online. I think that that's a great way to start falling down the rabbit hole. You can reach us at 3dhqkc.com. Um, and that'll give you a better idea of, you know, th- this is one of those things where you have to see it to believe it. So we're big on pictures. Aside from that, you know, we do have an Instagram, IG. It's all about the selfie. Do it and for the gram. That's right. We have an Instagram, so that's at 3dhq.kc, and that's the same tag and handle for us on Facebook, the book. Um, yeah, and then we have a LinkedIn if you're into that kind of thing. That one's more industry-focused, all these current events that we're talking about. Like, I want to blow your mind. I don't want to blow your mind. I want you to see what's already happening, and you can blow your own mind, that kind of thing. Is there a menu or of things that people can choose from like if people wanted to get this little uh pokemon phone holder thing here is that on there yes so we we just launched our e-commerce side of things as well so yeah you know we call that bad boy the sidekick sidekick perfect yeah the the book holders the claw business card holders are also really popular and then we 3d printed like an old school computer that can actually hold your smartwatch it's like a docking station. Okay. So anyways, you know, the beauty of this is, um, again, talking about sustainability, it's um, small scale manufacturing. So think of like what's happened with beer over the last 20 years, mm-hmm. right? Microbreweries. People love that shit, right? Mm-hmm. So we want to do small scale batches on the print side of things, right? So we're not creating an overabundance of these things so we get to you know test our market out in real time people come into the shop and they're like yo give me that oh yeah can people just go in your shop and check it out yes so once once you've kind of found us virtually we do have a brick and mortar shop and that's down on the plaza Ooh. yeah we're right across baller you look at that on the plaza (laughs) nice so so yeah we have a we have a little studio down on the plaza it's right across from fogo to chow Ooh. Yeah. So after you get the meat sweats, right? Come walking into us and we'll <laughs> scan you. And yeah, right. Yeah, man. But yeah, we we love hosting at our shop. I can't say it enough. You know, it's one of those things you have to see it to believe it. You know, come engage. That's what we want. Just just come and see what's happening right now in our lives and in the future because we're living in interesting times. That kind of thing. That's saying it lightly. Ah. That is saying it lightly. Yeah. Wow. Well, I can't wait to come in there and check it out. 
I'm excited. Dude, we'd love to have you. You come in, man. I'll we'll go. 3D print you. Trust me, I'll be in there. All right. I promise you that very soon. Dude, Hassan, too. Uh, Hassan's got to be in there, too. The Hassan assassin. <laughs> Fabian, my man, I appreciate you. Can't get a fist bump from you? You got it. This was very enlightening. I learned a lot. I could definitely go down some rabbit holes. Um, where would you tell people to kind of, if they wanted more information, if there is any more, just on 3D printing type literature or anything sure. like that out there? If people are, like you're saying, education and stuff, where's yeah. like a good place for people to send their kids or for themselves to kind of get more educated on, on this? Absolutely. So I think that a great place to start is YouTube. So after they've checked out your podcast at Neander Talk, <laughs> you know, on YouTube, yeah. they can just type in 3D printing, right? And there's so many videos, time lapses of other people's creations and inventions and ideas being manifested in real time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a, that's a wonderful way to fall down that rabbit hole because nice. it doesn't matter if you're an auditor- auditory or visual learner, it's both. And then from there, you know, just Google it. There's, there's some really cool websites out there once you're kind of ready to take that next step. We use uh, a lot of Fusion 360. Um, that's a it's an AutoCAD open source website where you can just start designing your own stuff, you know. And then Whoa. from there, yeah. And there's libraries of these people uploading ideas all over the place, you know. And and so then if you're not a designer, you can download that file and print it for yourself and just start tinkering because it's software and hardware. Right. So continued education, learning both of those sides of things. Um, so on the hardware side of things, you can practice with your printer because it takes a lot of maintenance. It's not like it's just like a plug and go. <laughs> right. It, it, you're going to have to dedicate real time to it, just like right. any passion. If right. you want to get good at it, you know how you get to Carnegie Hall, right? Practice. Practice. Yeah. You have to practice, you know, and, and I think that that's that kind of you just working out your mind. And so is it kind of an art? Is 3D printing kind of an art? I think I think it's such a new industry that it, it is kind of like art. It's a convergence. Like of if you're trying art. to design some really cool 3D things, mm-hmm. you kind of have to be kind of an artistic minded, maybe engineer yeah. or something. I don't know. Absolutely. I, I think I think it, depending on what you're wanting to create, I suppose. Yeah. Even even like I'm looking at your kids drawing and coloring back here. Like yeah. even that, you know, I, I would consider artistic. And it's like you don't necessarily have to be a perfect graphic designer mm-hmm. or in engineer and architect it help it would help <laughs> right. you know but you don't have to you can just you know print whatever it is that you want to make wow that kind of thing so yeah so so yeah go online and just google it youtube it you know find it for yourself go to our website and see what we're doing you know and help support local business that kind of thing what's the most complicated thing you can make like on cad design whatever your ability whatever like whatever that you would call technically hard. It doesn't have to be anything that's going to blow my mind, but is there anything that just, so I'm not on the designer side of things. Okay. So my thing would be, I don't know, a square (laughs) cube. Yeah. Triangle, that kind of thing. You know, there's no squares in three D is there. Dude. (laughs) L seven weenie. I don't know, man. I I got, I'm, I'm getting better at that. I got to practice that. Cool. Yeah. This was fun, man. Cool. I really appreciate you coming on here. Absolutely. This was awesome. I can't wait to check it out. Um, how can I? I mean, I guess we'll talk off air on how I can come in there and check check the studio out. But Right on. Anything else you want to wanna say before we? No, man. Just thank you. Thank yeah. you for giving us the time. Heck yeah. We'll do this again. Cool. Charlie, thank you much. Everybody listen. Neander Talk Pod on Instagram. NeanderTalkPodcast.com. Blah, 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 blah. We're out. Boom. Boom.